Welcome to The Wellness Connection with your hosts, Roddy Aglis and Peter McCarthy. Our program provides you with timely and relevant information on the state of your health and the topics surrounding it, such as natural remedies, green living, expert opinions, important facts, and more to contribute to your healthy lifestyle. Now, here are Peter McCarthy and Roddy Aglis. Hello and welcome to the Wellness Connection. I'm your co-host, Roddy Iglis. And I'm your co-host, Peter McCarthy. On today's Wellness Connection, our featured interview is with Alpha Therapeutic CEO and pharmacist, Joey John. And we'll hear what longtime health freedom activist and attorney Jim Turner has to say about the current status of the controversial artificial sweetener, aspartame. And as usual, we'll cover the supplement of the week, the burning question, and this week's drug-induced nutrient depletion report. But first, Radia, you have some interesting news about cataract prevention, don't you? Yeah, Peter, and my friend just had cataract surgery. Ah. Cataracts cause about half of all cases of blindness worldwide. And by age 80, more than half of all Americans have had uh, cataracts or will have gone through uh, surgery to remove them. Researchers have been investigating two different but related forms of the nutrient carnosine to help slow the development of cataracts as well as improve visual performance of cataract-affected eyes. A new study illustrates the ability of oral carnosine in capsule form to preserve normal structure of proteins in the lenses of the eyes, an action that may slow or prevent the development of vision-impaired cataracts. The study shows that carnosine works through several interrelated mechanisms that help protect against the underlying changes caused by aging that leads to cataracts. In addition, human studies have found that a derivative of carnosine, N-acetylcarnosine, when used as an eye drop, can induce improvement in visual performance of cataract-affected eyes. Based on both established and recent science, there's now a two-part uh, strategy of using both carnosine and N-acetylcarnosine to help reduce the risk of cataracts. You know, Roddy, I discovered uh, one of those carnosine eyedrop products online a couple of years ago, and of, of course the medical establishment uh, took the opportunity to use their SEO to poo-poo it. Oh, uh-huh. uh, but, you know, it's great to see that this kind of uh, information is now becoming more widely available mm-hmm. and accepted because mm-hmm. as our population ages, we're going to deal with that. I know I have cataracts. Mm-hmm. I picked them up through the radiation exposure from the years flying uh, airliners mm-hmm. at high altitude. And you really do need something to be able to help counteract it uh, other than just having to go through uh, eye surgery, yeah. which always has some sort of risk involved. Yeah, yeah. My, my, doc, my eye doctor just noticed or mentioned a little bit of a cataract kind of growing on my eyes. So, welcome to age. Yeah, there you go. You're, you're in the chronologically advanced Oh, crowd. great. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. All right. Well, and you have some news about the benefits of beetroot juice, don't you, Peter? Yeah, absolutely. Drinking beetroot juice before exercising can help to promote a younger brain, according to a study recently published in the Journals of Gerontology. Older adults who drank beetroot juice before engaging in moderate exercises exhibited greater brain connectivity in the areas associated with motor function comparable to those found in younger adults. 
26 participants age 55 plus with high blood pressure were enrolled in this study, none of whom exercised on a regular basis, and all were taking up to two medications to lower blood pressure levels. The subjects engaged in 50 minutes of moderate exercises on a treadmill three times a week for six weeks, and half were given beetroot juice supplements containing 560 milligrams of nitrate an hour before each exercise session. After six weeks, brain functions of all subjects was measured using an MRI. The adults in the beetroot group showed neural connectivity that was more typical among brains of younger adults, and the researchers hypothesized that the somatomotor cortex of the brain receives and processes signals from the muscles. Exercise strengthens this process, and the nitrates in beetroot juice help to further improve this since nitrates convert to nitric oxide and help to deliver more oxygen to the brain. And researchers say that further studies are required, particularly in terms of gathering a larger sampling size to assess the benefits of beetroot juice and brain health. And, you know, Peter, we have in our uh, pharmacy, we sell a beetroot powder that, you know, a lot of people don't like beets. Um, yeah, so they true. they mix it with cherry and uh-huh. make it, you know, more palatable. But that's one thing. And then also the other product, Neo40, which is a straight nitric oxide, um, is also really helpful, helpful for blood pressure, for lowering blood pressure, and also, you know, for just athletic performance. I uh-huh. used to use both of those when I worked out I, I, <laughs> years ago. <laughs> I, years ago. I take one of those uh, Neo40 uh, tablets every day first thing in the morning and it really does help me in terms yeah. of my endurance mm-hmm. and, and workout intensity I mm-hmm. really like it yeah and the beet juice also when you're in high altitudes um, helps uh, helps avoid you know oxi- uh, oxygen deficiency which you know causes people to have headaches and things like that yes. so that's a really interesting study alright well now it's my pleasure to introduce our featured guest and one of our show sponsors Dr. Joby John Joby became one of the youngest pharmacy owners in America when he opened Lake Hills Compounding Pharmacy and Wellness Center, an integrative and innovative compounding pharmacy in Austin at the age of 26. Since graduating from the University of Texas College of Pharmacy in 2013 with his doctorate in pharmacy, um, Dr. John has focused on improving the lives of his patients by utilizing compounding techniques to meet their specific medical needs. He currently serves as the CEO of Endotech Solutions, a company focusing on the safety and efficacy of various routes of administration for bioidentical hormone replacement therapy in menopausal women and the effectiveness of compounding testosterone therapy for men. Dr. John is also a fellow of the American College of Apothecaries, and his experience includes service as a member of the board of directors of the Texas Pharmacy Association, the student body president at the UT College of Pharmacy, and as an active member of numerous nonprofit and philanthropic entities. He's one of the founding members of Project Collaborate, a statewide health screening and wellness program sponsored by the University of Texas, which 
which educates and cares for tens of thousands of patients every year. Among other philanthropic ventures, he started the Know Your Medicine program, which brings pharmacy students into nursing homes and assisted living centers where they inventory residence med medications, helping to ensure that dosages are clear and checking to see if any medications interfere with one another, a relatively common and potentially dangerous occurrence these days. Dr. Joby, welcome to the Wellness Connection. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, I'm so glad you're here today. Um, let's begin with why did you go into pharmacy, Joby? That's a good question, idea. Um, so my grandfather was a pharmacist. He was a pharmacist in the British Army in the late 1920s. Uh, hmm. When he was done serving, he went and ended up moving back to Kerala uh, in India and starting his own pharmacy. So that was kind of my uh, motivation behind opening up my own store right out of school. Hmm. So it's in your blood. <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How long was your grandfather uh, in pharmacy? Oh, he was in pharmacy for a good 25 to 30 years before he uh, sold that store. Mm. Wow. That's, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, he was, mm. a, he, he was a pharmacist for a very long time. Mm. Uh, since it was located in India, did uh, he incorporate any of the uh, Ayurvedic uh, medical uh, remedies in the pharmacy? You know, uh, Peter, I don't quite remember. <laughs> so I kind of <laughs> grew up in the pharmacy uh, when I was a kiddo, and uh, then we ended up moving away. Um, and, you know, in India, Ayurvedic medicine is very popular, so it's not really, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be really incorporated into the pharmacy structure. Uh, it's, they have their own Ayurvedic shops, like, almost at every corner. Mm. Well, currently, what is the focus of your practice? So that's that's a good question. So, like I said, the Ayurvedic shops in India were at almost every other corner. So that's not really prevalent here. My pharmacy here in the heart of the hill country is really focused on providing pharmaceutical care along with holistic care. We don't just focus on treating you know, symptoms and giving people medicine, we try to get to the underlying cause of why they have the disease state, how can we make them feel better. Uh, we try to incorporate nutritional supplementation, diet and exercise as much as we can, and try to get people off the of meds, honestly, or at least get them to reduce their dosage. Mm, that's always yeah. a good, good thing yeah, to that's, do. Yeah, that's, that's the fundamental premise behind our practice. Uh, we also specialize in bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, sports medicine, and bed compounding. Uh, we usually work very closely with physicians to help find solutions to fit individual healthcare needs. Mm -hmm. Well, and just do you have a question? Yeah, I sure do. Yeah, yeah. you know, you brought up a, a favorite topic of mine, Joby, and that's sports medicine. And I know you're a very active athlete. Uh, you stay physically active, as do I. Um, what are some of the? I try. <laughs> well, we, as, as do we all. Uh, yeah. What are some of the the uh, the, the things, the, the key principles that you use when you're counseling your patients in a sports medicine context, and what are some of the things that you recommend to them? 
You know, Peter, one of the best things, you know, when we say sports medicine, what there's there's different levels of it, right? Most of the time, a person ends up in the pharmacy for two reasons. Either they're looking to optimize their performance, you know, they're in the gym, they're not getting the gains they want, or they're trying to build their endurance. Um, you mentioned a good product earlier, uh, the beetroot powder, the vasodilator, mm-hmm. helps increase blood circulation to different tissues in the body, uh, getting oxygen to the muscles, etc. So that's a good supplement usually. Um, so they, they come in looking for different things. Adding on a good protein powder post-workout within 30 minutes of your exercise is a good way to go. Uh, taking omega-3s for joint health uh, and maybe adding collagen into your diet also increases your uh, protein levels. And then omegas help with you know your joint health. So mm-hmm. those are some of the everyday things you can do. But the second thing that most people come into the pharmacy is really with injuries. Sports medicine, yeah. sports-related injuries. You know, I had a sprained meniscus playing basketball like that I had issues with for about two months. And mm. the best advice I usually give them, which is the hardest to follow for somebody who's very active, is rest. There is, uh-huh. there is the, no the, R, the R word, which mm-hmm. is literally a yeah. four-letter word in more <laughs> context than one for a physically and, active person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and it's the hardest thing to do. It is really the hardest thing to do because you follow a usual rhythm and you have a schedule you follow. And when you're hurt, it, everything just goes down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but rest is imperative. And there's other things you could do. You could... Uh, Add on anti-inflammatories like curcumin, boswellia, um, omega threes. Like I mentioned earlier, try to f- focus on the anti-inflammatory aspects. CBD oil now is a very popular anti-inflammatory used in sports medicine. So those things are the natural ways of going about things that I usually recommend for people with injuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, and also let's take a little shift here because you are an expert on hormone replacement therapy. And I'm curious, uh, tell our listeners, what's the difference between hormone therapy or hormone replacement therapy, HRT, and conventional HRT, uh, bioidentical versus conventional? What's the difference? Right, this is a question I get asked almost every day at the pharmacy. So (laughs) conventional hormone replacement therapy, so let's start with bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. It's called bioidentical because the, the chemical structure, the hormones actually used are the most chemical and molecularly structurally similar to what your body produces, which is not the same for the conventional therapy that's out there. So that is the biggest uh, key difference between BHRT and HRT. Uh, some of the other differences are the dosages for uh, compounded hormone replacement therapy or bioidentical is individualized to a patient-specific hormonal needs, whereas conventional therapy is very cookie cutter, like there's four doses or five doses out there and you kind of have to fall within a range or you just have to go with what, what's available really. Um, so hormone replacement therapy, as you know, is a very complicated subject. There's no one size fits all for it at all. So it's very mm-hmm. patient specific, very pharmacokinetic and uh, metabolism specific, the genetics come into role. So there are a lot of things you got to take into consideration and um, for physicians and pharmacists to have the ability to actually tweak doses like however they want to, it's a, it's a, it's a great tool to have and that's what um, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy provides. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, a good example would be a product that's on the market called Primpro, which was the most, you know, the conventional hormone replacement therapy that was out for a while. Uh, it's a combination of estrogen and progestin, not progesterone, mm-hmm. and the estrogen's derived from the urine of pregnant mares. That's yeah. where Primarine comes from. And progestin is medroxyprogesterone, which is, if you want to get all chemical, it's a medroxy group attached to the progesterone. So it's not, chemi- it's not structurally similar to what your body produces. Right, and it, it it would metabolize as more of the the sixteen hydroxyesterone rather than the natural two hydroxyesterone, exactly. which is yeah, which is dangerous, which, right? Yeah, more dangerous. Yeah. It, you know, it depends on the patient's metabolism, uh, and it can cause dangerous byproducts, and mm-hmm. that's 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 why you want to go with the more. So you want to usually you want to take whatever your body's something similar to what your body's producing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, you brought up a very good point, Joby, about uh, the individualization of bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. Uh, it really does have to be uh, something that is ideally suited for you. And obviously, you have to have a very uh, knowledgeable and uh, competent practitioner working with you in order to derive the maximum benefit from BHRT, don't you? Absolutely, absolutely. Like I said, there's no one size fits all. And uh, I'm a big fan of physiological dosing, basically trying to mimic what your body would produce. Um, that way you avoid the scary side effects uh, and all the, I mean, there's disadvantage to HRT as well. That's why, you, like you said, you have to go to somebody who knows what they're doing. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you could end up on the opposite side of the problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, I, I see a lot of people uh, who come into uh, our, uh, our place of business who want to just wing it. And I'm, I'm yeah. always very careful to make sure that to ask them, well, have you, are you working with a practitioner? Have you had some testing? And if they say no, you know, I just assume they walk away and get that done before they come back for a product rather than just try to, uh, to wing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll be right back with our continuing interview with Dr. Joby John after these messages from our sponsor. You're listening to The Wellness Connection on Voice America Digital Radio. Network. Balance and good health, two essential building blocks for a full and rich life, but sometimes in our complex and stressful world, both can be lost, and you need to find a natural way to get them back. Enter CBD oil, a natural approach to restoring harmony to your body and your life. But not just any CBD oil. For natural results, you want to be sure the CBD oil you use is produced the right way. Wave Organics offers pure CBD oil from hemp raised naturally on farms in Colorado. The oil is extracted using supercritical CO2, which is free of toxic solvents. In fact, Wave controls every step in the process, offering quality control and natural approaches from seed to shelf. Visit waayb.com to learn more and use the code wellnessconnection for a 10% discount on your first order. Wave Organics, pure natural CBD. Listening to the Wellness Connection. If you have a question or comment for Peter Aradia, please send it via email to the Wellness Connection AHI at gmail.com. That's the Wellness Connection AHI at gmail.com. Now, let's return to this week's show. 
you know, Roddy, is so many people are not only not educated on the quality differences of hemp products, but they don't really understand how this truly is an effective, safe, and reliable supplement for the body to function and run more smoothly. You know, Wave Hemp Extract is a CO2 distillate extract in MCT oil in cinnamon, peppermint, unflavored, and my new flavor, uh, this is my favorite, lemon. Um, It is. It's really good. And you know, here and it also comes in a 20 milligram capsule and a topical cream for acute pain and inflammation. But you know, a lot of folks think when they come in, they want the capsule because they've tried other CBD oils and they taste terrible. So unlike so many of those other products, this one tastes really, it really does taste delicious. And I recommend the oils because you take it sublingually, hold it under the tongue for about a minute, and it gets into the bloodstream faster. Yeah, Wave is my number one choice for quality, taste, and effectiveness. You know, and I want to make one more point here because this bears repeating. When people ask for my advice or your advice on these products, I don't get commission on anything I sell in my company. So you and I both are here to just help people and give the best recommendation. And as far as I'm concerned, Wave CBD is one of my main tools. As it is mine. And you can find out more information about Wave's products at www.wave.com. That's www.wave.com. And don't forget to use the code The Wellness Connection to get your 15% discount on your first bottle. And welcome back to the Wellness Connection and our continuing interview with Dr. Joby John. Joby, uh, continuing uh, to talk about uh, HRT, is there anything you can do naturally instead of HRT? There are a lot of people that are a little leery of hormone replacement and they'd like to do something to maybe balance their own system naturally. You know, there are a few things you can try over the counter. Um, you know, it, it, it like, it's like we talked about earlier, um, hormone replacement therapy is a very complicated subject. Um, first of all, like you said, people walk into the pharmacy and want it. They have ideas of what's going on, but you really don't know till you get your labs drawn and, um, and do more digging into what the underlying issue is. But if you actually figure out what the underlying issue is and say your, um, your estrogen levels are a little out of whack and, uh, you know, either your ratios are a little off, Products like DIM can help. Dindomethane helps with estrogen metabolism. Uh, black cohage has been used for a long time for vasomotor symptoms. Um, you have, there are some progesterone creams over the counter. I don't really recommend them because we're not sure what the dosing of them is. They're, they're claimed as wild yam extracts, but if you're able to use it and get symptomatic relief, uh, that's an alternative to um, that going around of a compounded prescription is usually what I would suggest. Um, and as far as testosterone goes, increasing free tea is a good way to go. That's your bioavailable testosterone, and uh, that's what our product actually does with uh, the alpha male X and the alpha female X. So mm-hmm. uh, those are some of your over-the-counter alternatives for HRT. So, uh, Joby, I, uh, as you know, I, one of my uh, areas of specialty is stress and stress management, and I see a lot of postmenopausal uh, women who come in that are having hormone balance difficulties, but nobody ever seems to address their adrenals as a player in that uh, situation. What are your thoughts on that? Pierre, stress is, the adrenals, the stress is one of the biggest contributors to hormone deficiencies and imbalances. 
Um, sadly, we don't focus on it enough. Uh, people write it off as, oh, I can't do anything about my stress. Let me just fix my problem and go on X, Y, and Z, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But trying to control stress is such a big component. And that's what we try to preach at our pharmacy. Um, you know, trying to alleviate whatever's causing the stress is the best way to go. But uh, incorporating adaptogens like ashwagandha is a, is a great way to actually try to mitigate those stress issues. Um, and that's kind of what we've done with our product. Um, our product not only increases, has all these ingredients in it that increase free T levels, but it also has ashwagandha in it, which helps control your cortisol levels. So, mm-hmm. biologically speaking, what happens is when your cortisol levels go up, and when you're under chronic stress, your sex hormone binding go up and also goes up. Um, and for those of the listeners who don't know what SHBG or sex hormone binding go up, and it's the protein that's in your bloodstream that binds up uh, sex hormones basically, and it binds up free testosterone. So when you're under chronic stress, your cortisol goes up and your SHBG also goes up. And what happens is because your SHBG went up, it binds up all this free testosterone that you had floating around and you can't really use it. Hmm. It's, yeah, that's rather important. And yeah, of course, right. <laughs> and of course, once, you know, women go into menopause, their ovaries stop producing and the adrenals take over. And if you don't, you know, if you're just constantly pushing the cortisol, you've got nothing left to, to make those sex hormones. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. they, yeah, they, they call that thing, phenomenon pregnenolone steel. Mm-hmm. And it, you, yeah. you're, li- yeah. you're literally going to route it to the uh, adrenals and the, the adrenal hormones at the expense of the reproductive hormones. And, you know, if that's a situation, it's my contention, you can be pumping uh, nutrients into your body all day, but if you don't have balanced adrenals, you're, you're pushing on a noodle. Mm-hmm. Classic <laughs> so, fight. Mm-hmm. So, Joby, you know, I'm very lucky to have you as my compounder because you make my hormones, and I've been on uh, HRT for, oh, goodness, for probably 10 years. And I really feel great, and you, you do a very, very good job in compounding mine. I have a, a troche, which is a, a rapid dissolve, and also a progesterone capsule that I take orally. And, I mean, we just... We just looked at it about two months ago, and you you even said I have the hormones of a forty year old, which is very nice. Yeah, yeah, you're doing <laughs> pretty well. I, I am, and I, but I feel great on it, and I want people to know that I just really feel great. But here's the thing: you've got and you created a website. This is for practitioners to utilize and for patients, and it's called hormonesandme.com. Um, tell us a little bit about what that is and who that's for and what it does. So hormonesme.com was, it was created out of necessity. Um, as you know, when I first started my pharmacy, we started it from scratch. There was no patients. And um, one of the things I constantly did out was to help doctors with their consults. Um, when we were not as busy, it was great. I could stay on the phone with them for an hour or so and kind of go to what's going on with the patient and come up with a good uh, treatment protocol for them. Uh, but as we got busier, time kind of slipped by and, you know, it became increasingly difficult. That's why we created Hormones of Me. Um, mm. It's basically a cloud-based platform that connects physicians with patients and pharmacists. And patients go on there, answer uh, 
well-studied questionnaire. And based on the answers that they give the questionnaire, we have a proprietary algorithm it gets run through, and it spits out a recommendation to the physician. Or physician or pharmacy, whoever refers them to the website. And mm-hmm. then they can go from there, look at all the answers that they provided, look at the very conservative treatment plan that's given to them, and then evaluate lab value, lab values and kind of see where they fall. If they agree with the treatment plan, they can go forward with it. If they want to tweak it, they can, and then send it back to the pharmacy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, a, it's like a medium that's there to help connect everybody so that everybody's on the same page. Oh, that's a great tool. That's wonderful. And yeah. thank you for doing yeah, that. Yeah, it's worked out pretty well. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, you know, when you're talking about the subject of hormones, of course, you can't uh, ignore thyroid. And I know a lot of our listeners would like to know, what's the difference between thyroid meds like Cytomel and Synthroid as opposed to thyroid meds like Nature Throid, Armor Thyroid, etc.? That's a good question, Peter. Um, something we get asked all the time as well. So there's there's quite a bit of differences between uh, the two. So, and it's and neither one is good or bad. It just really depends on treating the patient and what's going on with them. Um, so your conventional therapy is when you look at pharmaceutical treatment, basically you have T4 replacement, which is Synthroid, and T3, which is Cytomel. These are two drugs that are available that most doctors go to whenever somebody's diagnosed with hypothyroidism. Um, then you have the porcine-derived thyroids on the other hand, which is your nature thyroid, your WP thyroid, your armored thyroid, and things that you hear about all the time. So uh, the biggest difference between these two is that the porcine thyroid actually has a T4 and T3 in a one to four ratio. Whereas the other drugs are specifically just T4 or T3. There is no combination product out there on the market. So mm. that, is the, that is one of the biggest differences when it comes to dosing. Uh, T4 and T3 are individually chemically derived, whereas the other porcine thyroids are from pig thyroid glands. Pig glands have the most similar structure to human glands. That's why they went with pigs opposed to bovine, which is mm-hmm. another question I get all the time. So that's where all those thyroids come from. Mm. So that's that's uh, close to, you know, natural bioidentical versus synthetic. Um, yeah, and you've got to really, and if, you know, thyroid dosing is a very complicated subject as well. It really, I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of doctors like to go about it different ways. Um, the biggest thing to really look after if you're somebody with hypothyroidism is to ask mm-hmm. your doctors to run the right lab. You can't just look at T- TSH or just free T4. You've got to mm-hmm. look at your free T3 levels, your reverse T3 levels, and so on, and identify what exactly is going on with your thyroid? You have an autoimmune disease like Hashimoto's or you just hypothyroid for some other reason. You've got to really figure that out and then, mm-hmm. um, then go on a drug regimen accordingly. Um, you know, another thing the porcine thyroid also has is it has thyroglobulins in it. Uh, along with T1 and T2. So it's a combination of all these things. And that's not always going to be a fit for somebody who just has a T4 issue, right? So it really depends on which way, um, what's going on with you, what the underlying cause is, and the treatment plan is according to that. 
Well, you know, Dr. John, we uh, we could talk about this for another whole show, and uh, we do hope yeah. that you can join us on a uh, another uh, issue of the or another episode of the Wellness Connection. But that's all the time we have. Thank you, Dr. Joby John, for joining us today on the Wellness Connection. Hey, you're welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. And we'll be right back after this message from our sponsor. You're listening to the Wellness Connection on Voice America Digital Radio Network. All of us go through menopause or andropause at some point in our life. The changes in our body make us feel depressed, less confident, and lethargic. Research shows that levels of testosterone drop 50% between the ages of 20 and 40 for females and almost 1% every year for males over the age of 40. Alpha Male X and Alpha Female contain a powerful blend of nine synergistic ingredients designed to help support healthy hormone metabolism in men and women. Additionally, the select ingredients in this formula have been proven clinically effective in supporting sexual health and energy, promoting healthy cortisol levels, and providing dopamine support. When it comes to hormones, one supplement does not fit all. So be sure and visit alphatherapeutics.us and fill out the questionnaire to get the dosing instructions that are right for you. Use the code WellnessConnection for a 15% discount on your first order. Let's connect, because together, we make our lives better. Listening to the Wellness Connection. If you have a question or comment for Peter Aradia, please send it via email to the Wellness Connection AHI at gmail.com. That's the Wellness Connection AHI at gmail.com. Now, let's return to this week's show. You know, Peter, there's a lot of male enhancement products out there, but the key ingredient that makes all the difference in the Alpha Male X is the ashwagandha. But as you know, it's not just low T. Uh, that's half the battle, but it's about stress. Yeah, we just talked with uh, Dr. John about that, Roddy. And Alpha Male X and Alpha Female is a powerful blend of nine synergistic ingredients designed to help support healthy hormone metabolism in men and women. Additionally, the select ingredients in this formula have been proven clinically effective in supporting sexual health and energy and promoting healthy cortisol levels and providing dopamine support. Yeah, and what I like is the ingredients in this product are clinically proven on humans not animals and it's manufactured in a facility certified by NSF. Yep so it has no magnesium stearates, dioxides or other additives. And it's safe from heavy metals, allergens and pesticides. Yep so sure be sure to go to alphatherapeutics.com and take the questionnaire to be sure which dosage is right for you and don't forget to I'm sorry (laughs) I didn't forget. (laughs) And don't forget to use the code the wellness connection for 15% off on your first bottle and now it's time for our supplement of the week and Rania what would that be well so we've been talking in depth about the omegas Peter but here's an omega that some folks are not familiar with and that's omega-7 uh, in 1989, Kaplan uh, redefined the term Syndrome X, a.k.a. Metabolic Syndrome, as the deadly quartet, which includes elevated glucose and insulin resistance, hyperlipidemia, which is high LDLs, triglycerides, and low HDL cholesterol, high blood pressure, 
and weight around the middle like your apple shape. Yep, and this combination of symptoms can lead to heart disease, diabetes, cancer, and other life-threatening disorders. We mentioned the wide-ranging benefits of omega-3 fatty acids in our last couple of episodes on omegas, but our listeners may not be aware of a category of omega-7 fats called palmitoleic acid that provides some unique health benefits. Uh, Omega-7 addresses many of the underlying factors involved in Syndrome X. Well, omega-3 fatty acids we've talked about are beneficial largely because of their anti-inflammatory molecules. Omega-7s have an entirely different mechanism of action. That's right. Omega-7 fats operate as signaling molecules that facilitate communication between fat and muscle tissue while suppressing the production of new fat molecules, especially those fats that damage tissue and raise cardiovascular risk. And the benefits of omega-7s are, you know, it reduces insulin resistance and lowers blood glucose. Yep, it suppresses fat production and accumulation. It normalizes abnormal lipid profiles, including raising beneficial HDL cholesterol. It also fights obesity. And it lowers an anti-inflammation marker called C-reactive protein, which is associated with an increased risk in heart attack and stroke. Yeah, and so my favorite to address all these issues is the Yummy Omega-7 Heart Remedy by Barleen's. And if you have any of these four symptoms that we just mentioned of the deadly quartet, um, you should be taking Omega-7. I would have to agree. And now it's time for the burning question where we answer those important health questions that you, the listeners, send in to us. It's important to note that any diagnosis of disease can only be provided by your medical doctor or other licensed healthcare professional. None of the information we present is intended for the diagnosis or treatment of disease. So Jeannie from Portland says, my doctor recommended that I take high doses of niacin to lower my cholesterol. But what's the difference between niacin and niacinamide? and which should I be taking? Well, Jeannie, first let's start with niacin. Niacin, or vitamin B3, is also known as nicotinic acid and is one of the essential human nutrients. Niacin deficiency can result in pellagra. Symptoms uh, may include delusions or mental confusion, uh, diarrhea, nausea, inflamed mucous membrane, and scaly skin sores. But nicotinic acid is known to lower two types of bad cholesterol, the LDL and the VLDL, as well as increasing levels of good cholesterol, the HDL. In fact, when used with lifestyle changes such as weight loss, eating healthy, and increasing physical activity, niacin helps to lower high cholesterol and can increase HDL more than any other medication. And niacinamide, aka nicotinamide or nicotinic acid amide, is derived from niacin. The body can convert niacin into niacinamide. However, there are some critical differences between these two vitamin B3 components. Niacinamide can also be made by our body from an amino acid known as tryptophan. Although the two are used interchangeably, they have different properties. Their physical effects on the body also differ, and other um, and people who are sensitive to their effects may prefer to use one over the other. So 
high niacin doses can cause flushing, a condition that causes blood vessels to widen. This makes the capillaries under the skin uh, expand to allow more blood to flow, making the skin become red and itchy. Niacinamide does not have that effect on skin flushing, and that's why it's preferred over niacin in the treatment of pellagra, a condition that results due to lack of vitamin B3. Some niacin is converted to nicotinamide, and some nicotinamide is converted to a compound called NAD. And NAD is an important part of our energy-making cycle, which is also known as the Krebs cycle, as well as important because it is the de-enabler molecule that helps prevent a certain DNA-based aging mechanism. But pro- uh, products labeled such as no-flush niacin generally contain no nicotinic acid. The main component of these products is the inositol hexanicotinate nicotinate, and um, it's it's a different form of B3. Inositol nicotinate works as other vitamin Bs um, to promote uh, energy metabolism and nervous system health. However, this is the important distinction because the cholesterol-lowering properties in nicotinamide are inhibited. I don't recommend it for cholesterol reduction. So if you're just starting to take niacin, begin at a low dose and gradually increase the dose as recommended by your health practitioner to help minimize flushing. So the good news is it is that the flushing effect often de- decreases over time as you, you know, get used to taking niacin. In fact, many patients find that the flushing stops after one or two weeks being on a stable dose of niacin. On the other hand, niacinamide may also be preferred for treating osteoarthritis and diabetes. The two can be used in treating physical and emotional stress. Either niacin or niacinamide may also be used for treating anxiety and depression. So remember, Niacin is for cholesterol, and niacinamide is for the other things that we mentioned. It doesn't work well for lowering cholesterol. But I want to make a special note here. Those who have a history of stomach ulcers should not take niacin. I recommend niacin by Douglas Labs for cholesterol issues and niacinol, niacetol, excuse me, um, which is the no-flush niacin by pure encapsulation. Well, Jeannie, I hope that clears up that uh, niacin issue that you asked about. And you can submit your own burning question by going to the Wellness Connection AHI at gmail.com. That's the Wellness Connection AHI at gmail.com and submit your own burning question. And tune in every week to hear if your questions being answered on the air. We'll be right back after this message from our sponsor. You're listening to the Wellness Connection on Voice America Digital. Digital Radio Network. Balance and good health. Two essential building blocks for a full and rich life, but sometimes in our complex and stressful world, both can be lost, and you need to find a natural way to get them back. Enter CBD oil, a natural approach to restoring harmony to your body and your life. But not just any CBD oil. For natural results, you want to be sure the CBD oil you use is produced the right way. Wave Organics offers pure CBD oil from hemp raised naturally on farms in Colorado. The oil is extracted using supercritical CO2, which is free of toxic solvents. In fact, Wave controls every step in the process, offering quality control and natural approaches from seed to shelf. 
Visit WAAYB.com to learn more and use the code WellnessConnection for a 10% discount on your first order. Wave Organics, pure natural CBD. Listening to the Wellness Connection. If you have a question or comment for Peter Aradia, please send it via email to the Wellness Connection AHI at gmail.com. That's the Wellness Connection AHI at gmail.com. Now, let's return to this week's show. Well, Roddy, it's time for our drug-induced nutrient depletion section, and what is our drug this week, Roddy? Well, here, Peter, is another one we don't like to consider as a drug, and that is alcohol. Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) But the nutrient deficiencies alcohol causes is magnesium, all of your B vitamins, vitamin C, and D. Yeah, signs of magnesium deficiency are weakness, confusion, personality changes, muscle tremors, anorexia, Anorexia, nausea, lack of coordination, GI disorders, tetany, muscle twitches, especially in the face and eye muscles, alopecia, swollen gums, skin lesions, lesions of the small arteries, and myocardial necrosis. And of course, the B vitamins, you can, you're looking at a B complex deficiencies include loss of appetite, loss of energy, decreased metabolism of protein, carbohydrate, and fat. Yep, and vitamin C deficiency includes, of course, scurvy, anemia, bleeding gums, capillary wall rupture, bruising easily, dental cavities, low infection resistance, nosebleeds, poor digestion, joint tenderness and swelling, defects of skeletal calcification, loose teeth, and spongy gums. And finally, vitamin D deficiency includes osteomalacia, celiac disease, a burning sensation in mouth and throat, diarrhea, insomnia, nervousness, immune deficiencies, and poor metabolism. Boy, quite a list. Mm -hmm. So when you pick up your prescriptions, be sure that you talk to a qualified pharmacist or wellness consultant in order to help you get the right nutrients to complement your prescription. And now it's time for our health freedom segment. And joining us again today is our good friend and fellow advocate, attorney Jim Turner. He is a principal in the Washington, D.C. law firm Swankin and Turner and represents businesses as well as individuals and consumer groups in a wide variety of regulatory matters concerning food, drug, health, environmental, and product safety matters. He has appeared before every major consumer regulatory agency, including the Food and Drug Administration, Environmental Protection Agency, Consumer Product Safety Commission, and Federal Trade Commission, as well as the Department of Agriculture, and the National Institutes of Health. Jim has served as special counsel to the Senate Select Committee on Food, Nutrition, and Health and to the Senate Government Operations Subcommittee on Government Research. He's also been a policy consultant to major corporations in the food, pharmaceutical, and telecommunications industries, including such companies as Kraft Foods, the Quaker Oats Company, Hoffman & LaRoche, and AT&T. Jim, welcome to the Wellness Connection. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. 
Well, we're glad to have you back, Jim. And uh, today we're going to talk about one of your uh, favorite, and I put that uh, name in quotes or that word in quotes, uh, products that I know you've been involved with over the years, and that's the artificial uh, sweetener aspartame. And as you know, one it's been one of the most controversial food products ever. Uh, and af- But after all the negative press about it, uh, after all of these years, why is it still on the market? We have a lax regulatory agency at the FDA when it comes to the safety of food additives. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> that sort of says t- it all, doesn't it? T- tell, us, tell us more. Why do you think that... Uh, well, uh, first, okay, let's start out with the fact that the public board of it... We blocked uh, NutraSweet being marketed uh, basically from 1973 to 1981, uh, and um, we did that by uh, constantly raising uh, safety questions. The FDA is supposed to prove that a, the FDA or the company that the FDA is reviewing have to prove that a food additive is safe before it can go into the food supply. Uh, NutraSweet has never been proven to be safe. So uh, we, we battled. We had a public board of inquiry. The public board of inquiry ruled that it had not been established as safe. And I want to make a point here. It's really an important point. That uh, group, the Public Board of Inquiry, ruled in 1976 that NutraSweet had not been established to be safe because of cancer studies that were done at the serial drug company. Uh, the serial drug company was subsequently bought by Monsanto. And I guess they're kind of a collector of poison-producing companies, and now uh-huh. Bayer has bought them, so we uh, think of it as Monsanto Bayer, uh, uh-huh. another purveyor of poisons. But the Public Board of Inquiry ruled not proven to be safe. Donald Rumsfeld was the president of the cereal company. When Reagan was elected president, Donald Donald Rumsfeld was on the um, transition team, and uh, a, a new commissioner of FDA was appointed, somebody who had been a contract doctor at the Defense Department when Rumsfeld was the secretary of defense the first time. That commissioner overruled the public board of inquiry. What's interesting is that the cancer that was discovered in animals was glioblastomas. Those cancers increased by 10% in humans after, in the year after NutraSweet was approved, and they have been getting increasingly more virulent ever since. And we now have seen uh, the public event of uh, Senators uh, Kennedy, McCain, and Vice President's son, uh, Bo Biden, all dying of glioblastomas. Those are three of the Americans of whom, of whom there are hundreds, in fact thousands, who are suffering the serious consequences of glioblastoma, something that was traced to animals fed NutraSweet in the 1970s. So uh, that's why I underline the idea that it's a lax regulatory agency. Mm, wow. Well, you know, you're, you've been in this for so long. You've been in this game. When do you or do you think we're ever going to get away from this? Or what do we have to do to get away from this revolving door kind of policy where we let these politicians in or vice versa into these uh, food companies or into these regulatory agencies. And they just go back and forth. Like you just said, duh. I mean, you know, that's letting the Fox into the hen house. What do you think we can do to stop this? Well, I, I, I think, um, 
the number one thing that needs to be done is to make the information available to the public. So, mm-hmm. for example, uh, the public should have been told routinely about the cancer studies on NutraSuite, and they should have actually had uh, a, a panel on the label that said, caution, cause, da- cause cancer in animals, uh, cause glioblastoma, however they want to put it. Uh, and they don't have any, they just need to say what the state of the science is at that moment. They don't, if they don't have enough in their mind to ban the product, then they should allow the public to hear what the data is. And we fought and fought and fought for that. And they did everything they could to hide the facts that I've, I've been telling you. Uh, mm-hmm. The fact is that the animals got cancer when they were fed NutraSweet. And they said, well, it wasn't clear enough that they got cancer, that we can't conclusively say that it will cause cancer in humans. And uh, the Public Board of Inquiry nonetheless said, you did not meet the burden of proving it to be safe. Therefore, it should not be marketed. At that point, it should have been banned. But then, as I say, the commissioner stepped in and overturned it. If we had been able to put that information out to the public in a uh, general way, directly through the lines of communication that accompanied the, the packages that use NutraSweet, uh, the public, I believe, would have dropped off using it. In fact, it's been, a, it's been a significant failure as a financial product for the companies, interestingly enough. They were going for a $7 billion market. It never exceeded over about a billion and a half. Um, 30% of the public identified it as uh, uh, unsafe in a, um, in a poll that was done by one of the big polling companies, which is unheard of in a food additive. Most people don't even notice what the food additives are. And you know, fundamentally, the public, when informed, will make choices that will advance their health. But the, the, the information to be most effective has to, com- has to go along with the product. Uh, I think we're always going to have um, uh, political decisions from the FDA. We just have to start narrowing the reach of those decisions. Mm-hmm. Well, h- how can consumers become more actively involved in uh, helping to put the final nail in the coffin of aspartame? Well, first of all, don't buy any products that have aspartame in it. Just just stay away from them, uh, and uh, uh, tell all your tell all everybody you know, and make sure that your kids go to school and and let them know that it's uh, it's it's good not to eat NutraSweet. Have them tell their other kids and tell the teachers, tell the people who prepare the lunches. And just start telling them to be gentle, quiet. You don't have to be, you don't have to pick it. You don't have to make a lot of noise. Just keep persistently telling it. Now, NutraSweet ran into enough economic trouble that ultimately it was sold off from uh, Monsanto into a, into a, um, uh, a, basically a group of people that work for Monsanto bought, uh, NutraSweet out. And, uh, it's still around in the, in the market, but not nearly as powerful as it once was, largely because consumers turned away from it. And they just need to just keep doing that. Um, there are some pending uh, legal actions at FDA, which they just, they just brush aside. I mean, they're, uh, they're, they're, they're totally in a, in a trance about this. I mean, they just do not get it. They've got thousands of personal complaints. 
They've got uh, hundreds and hundreds of people who have worked to create petitions and to ban it, to work on it, to get it labeled, and they just systematically go along not paying any attention and blinding and making making silly statements. Um, uh, just to give you an example, uh, we were able uh, to get a 60 Minutes uh, presentation in 1996 about the uh, glioblastoma issue, uh, and the FDA appointed a person to speak for them on the program. It was the deputy commissioner of FDA, and he spoke um, and said there's no problem with nutrition, everything about it's great, no difficulties, and then uh, two years later uh, became a research director of Monsanto. Uh, that's the kind of world that we're living in. Uh, oh I, I would say if the FDA says something is safe, stay away from it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Jim, thank God there are people like you in the trenches out there fighting the good fight. And, you know, what we're trying to do and having you on the show with us is to get that word out and to continue to get that word out. And this is why we love having authorities like you coming on our show. We know we have so much more to share, um, but that's all the time we have have today so thank well, you Jim Turner come back anytime just just tell me you want me and what you want to know about and I'll tell you there's all <laughs> stuff well, at the FDA that's worth knowing about we know that you're a wealth of knowledge and we love you on our show we will have you back um, but thank you Jim Turner for joining us on the well wellness connection today be sure to tune in next week and of course be sure to submit your burning question the next one we answer may be yours I'm your co-host, Roddy Iglesias. And I'm your co-host, Peter McCarthy. So long for now from the Wellness Connection, brought to you by Wave and Alpha Therapeutics. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Wellness Connection with Roddy Iglesias and Peter McCarthy. Be sure to join us for another episode next Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll talk again next week.